this morning I just want to dive in and really frame up what I'm about to share with you. The way the Lord operates through my life and through my ministry is I'm very much a times and seasons prophet. I'm very much somebody who will come in and say, hey, don't freak out. Everything's okay. This is what God's doing, right? You're not, you know, like nothing's wrong. This is what's happening in the season. And so this morning, this word, I believe God has given me. He will not let me up on this word. He keeps giving me the same word in different passages of scripture. And I've been asking the Lord, God, can I ask why, you, why this message is burning so strongly? And he said this to me, Lana, because it's one of the keys in stewarding the acceleration that has been released uh, in this new era. So this morning, as we dive into this word, I want you to hear it as... Um, take it mentally as a key of a reminder in, in stewarding what God is about to do in this new time. So maybe uh, 12 to 18 months ago, I am really growing in my ability to remember dates. Hallelujah. Um, <laughs> Kevin's really good. He goes, that was two years ago, Lana, and I said it was two weeks. And uh, anyway... I had a dream and all night long the Lord said this to me, Lana, it's not the end of a season, it's the end of an era. And I thought, wow, that's incredible. I knew what a season was, I knew what an era was, but I thought I'm going to go and look at a little bit more about what an era is. And I want to quickly just frame this up for you. So in a season, in seasons, there are things that cross over. There are things that are the same. There are same themes. There are things that are similar when seasons change. But with an era, it is completely different. There is, there's not a crossover. There is an upgrade. There is a new strategy. There is unusual things that happen that didn't happen in the last era. And so I believe where we are right now in the body of Christ is that we have entered into a completely new era in the spirit. You look at it even in the natural. In 2020, right, we've entered into a new decade. So God has been saying to so many, I'm sure all of us in here will go, yeah, I've heard, I've heard that scripture or I've heard someone preach it or I've read it. Isaiah 43, 19 says, behold, I'm doing a new thing, yeah. right? But God doesn't then say, look at it. He says, do you not yet perceive it? Now it springs forth. I believe in this new era, there is a responsibility upon us as the body of Christ to recognize what God is doing, how he is moving, even when it's going to be completely unexpected. This will be an era of the unexpected. God is going to move unexpectedly in some crazy, wild, amazing, fun ways, but it requires a people that say, God, give me eyes to see and ears to hear. Amen? So we have entered this new era. I loved the, the theme, the acceleration. God has been saying these words to me, Lana, it is unprecedented acceleration. What I will do in a day, what would take... 10 years in the natural, I will do in a day. The, the absolute demonstration of the power of God that is about to be manifested in this new era is going to completely reform the church. This, we are at the point right now where God is about to bring reformation. I heard the Lord say to me recently, Lana, can you hear the sound of reform? 
Can you hear it? So as we've entered this new era, things are going to start happening rapidly. It's already begun, but <laughs> yesterday the Lord said to me, you haven't, you haven't even like touched, it's a drop in the ocean, Lana, what you have seen already. What is about to come is going to be a tidal wave of acceleration where I am going to position my people into their destiny and I'm going to cause the body of Christ to rise up as the victorious bride that I have called her to be. Amen? So the Lord in his, uh, his amazing way says to me recently, Lana, can you hear the sound of 414? I said, I have no idea what the sound of 414 is. God, what are you saying? And he said to me, Esther 414. So what does Esther 414 say? says this, for if you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this. I want to say this to you this morning, not as a, hey, I want to encourage you and pat you on the shoulder. I believe this is a word that the Lord has given me, that this is the era where you will take your place on the earth in the assignment, the plans, the destiny that God has for your life, that it will seem that everything in your life leading up to this point has been preparation for this moment. Amen. Amen? This is the moment where you will take your place in your identity like you never have before. You will walk in your authority in a way that you have never experienced. You will see the power of God manifest in and through your life in unprecedented ways. And any way that the enemy comes to you and says, what about your past? Look how old you are. Your time's over. Can you just hit flush on those things, please? Because you are still here, you still have breath in your lungs, God still has a plan for you. And as far as I'm concerned, from what the Lord's telling me, your best days are actually ahead of you. Amen? They are actually in front of you. So in this time of unprecedented acceleration, where you are going to take your place in greater ways, where there is going to be that shift that is already begun from the feeling of God, I'm surviving to the feeling of God, I'm thriving, yeah. right? There is a fruitfulness that's going to be released in your life and through your life in this new era that is going to be incredible. So as we look at this, I'm sitting with God and I'm processing and I'm, God, wow, this is incredible. Keep speaking. He says, all right, I'm about to reintroduce the church to my power. I am about to reintroduce the church to my power. And I know from my own life and I know from people, so many hundreds of people that we have talked to through email and places we've travelled, there's a lot of weariness that has been in the body of Christ from people that are waiting on promises from God. And the last era was just a shocker in so many ways, right? Just knocked around, beaten down. It was really, really, really difficult. 
But I want to prophesy over you this morning that there is a divine reintroduction in your life to the power of God. That where the enemy has come and says, it's been so long, look, it's 2020 and look, nothing's changed and all the words are wrong. I want to say to you today that there is a reintroduction to the power of God in your life that is not only going to see you receive the breakthrough that God has promised you because he is faithful to fulfill the word to which he has spoken over your life. Amen. Not only are you going to see that, but there is an awakening and an alignment that's going to take place in your heart and in your life to position you in new ways to see the power of God flow through you. Amen. Amen. This isn't just about your life and what God wants to do for you. It's about what he wants to do through you. Amen. Okay, so the reintroduction to his power, unprecedented move of God, unlike anything we've ever seen, unusual signs, wonders and miracles that are going to leave the church in awe and wonder. I'm going to speak tonight actually on the reintroduction of the fear of God to the church because I believe that's what's, what God, what he wants to bring, that, that awe and reverence back to the church of who he is. He's the king of kings, not my next door neighbour, Right? And often, you know, we can become a little bit familiar with God. Anyway, let's not go there. That's for tonight. But I really, I really believe that the power of God is going to flow through you in unprecedented ways. God spoke this to me recently. Lana, ready or not, here I come. Now, let me tell you something. In one moment, is it possible to be totally under the fear of God and totally excited out of your brains in one moment? Absolutely. I was so excited because I thought he's coming, right? There was an excitement in his voice when he spoke, ready or not, here I come. But at the same time, there was this weightiness on his voice that said, whether you're ready or not, I'm coming. Now, to me, that, let me be honest, I hit the floor on my face and my, my prayer began to be, God, any ways that I am not ready, I give you wholehearted 100% permission, Lord, to come and to make me ready. What does it look like for my life to be ready for what you are about to do? And I believe that that is a really important question that all of us need to be asking the Lord in this new era. Because if we have entered into a new era, we haven't been this way before. Where we're going, we've never been. What God is about to do, if he says I'm about to do a new thing, it's new. It's not something that we've been in. So what we have seen God do yesterday, in yesterday's era, was amazing. And how he moved in that era was amazing but let's not look at yesterday and go, that's what it looked like. That's what it's going to look like today. Because I can guarantee you the way that God is going to move through your life, the way he's going to position you in this new era is not going to look like yesterday. It's going to be heaps better. Heaps, heaps better. But it may require you stepping out of the boat. It may require some moments where you feel like you're totally out of your comfort zone and that's completely okay because guess what? He shows up. Amen? So ready or not, here I come. 
The question is, how do I make myself ready? And I want to share with you this morning one of the ways that God spoke to me. I believe one of the major keys of this new era, well, let's say there are two. Number one will be knowing the ways of God, knowing the wisdom of God, and number two, it will be humility. I can't get away from this encounter where I had with the Lord and Jesus stood in front of me and he said, Lana, it's time to go back to school with the Holy Spirit. And in this moment, I felt the encouragement from the Lord's heart of there is so much more that I have to show you. There is so much more that I'm about to release. But at the same time, it was like he was saying, but don't think that you know everything. There are still things that you need to learn. And there are some things that I'm actually going to undo in your life that are not right, that have happened, that have, have come into your heart because of what you've walked in the last era. I'm going to undo those things because they're not in line with my word. They're not in line with what I'm saying. And I'm going to lead you into a place of understanding my ways and walking in my wisdom in this new era. And that will be a key in stewarding the acceleration and the increase that I'm releasing. So I want to read to you this morning from Psalm 119. I think I might read it to you from the Passion Translation. Yeah, I think we'll go the Passion. <clears throat> All righty, I want to read to you from verses 33 and 40. Actually, yeah, 33 to 40. Okay. From the Passion, it says this. Give me revelation about the meaning of your ways so I can enjoy the reward of following them fully. Give me an understanding heart so that I can passionately know and obey your truth. Guide me into the paths that please you, for I take delight in all that you say. Cause my heart to bow before your words of wisdom and not to the wealth of this world. Help me turn my eyes away from illusions so that I pursue only that which is true. Drench my soul with life as I walk in your paths." Reassure me of your promises, for I am your beloved, your servant who bows before you. Defend me from criticism, sorry, defend me from the criticism I face for keeping your beautiful words. See how I long with cravings for more of your ways. Let your righteousness revive my spirit. Isn't that a stunning, stunning passage? Let a prayer of our hearts be in this new era. God, give me the revelation about the meaning of your ways. See, the thing with the ways of God is God is always the same. We look, at, we look in, this, in Scripture. His nature never changes, but his acts do, right? His acts change, but his nature never changes, 
So I believe in this new era, some of the acts and the demonstrations of God's power may look completely different to what we have seen, but his nature never changes. Who he is never changes. And I believe that there's an invitation to us to really dive deep into the secret place and to know him, to really know him and to be a friend of God. The revelatory realm, the, the portal that is, that is open, the open heaven that is over us in this new era to receive revelation and wisdom from God is like nothing I have ever felt before. I heard Patricia King ministering uh, last week and she said those exact words. She said that the access that we have right now to the revelation that God is releasing right now is unlike anything we've had before. Now, I'm not talking outside of this, right? I am talking about the revelation of what God is doing in this new day, right? The revelation of what he's doing in this new era. And I believe that what God is revealing right now is not only for today and for 2020, it's for a decade, right? God is wanting the body of Christ to enlarge their vision, right? He wants you and I to be looking at what he's doing today. We're living in today, but we can see tomorrow, right? We can see what he's doing. We can understand the ways of God in ways that we haven't before. So it's really important right now that we are consecrated to God like never before, what does it say in, in Joshua? Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow I will do wonders among you. There is a, a separateness that God is calling his people to. And in this new era, God may say, hey, step out of a realm or an area you've been in and there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just a new, it's a new time. And the, the trouble is, is that we can sometimes get stuck in, in yesterday because it's comfortable and it feels good and I'm a bit scared of what the unknown can be like and what's coming. But I believe that God is bringing an alignment right now. He's bringing this alignment and this invitation to understand his ways because he wants you and me to walk in everything that he has for us. And if we're living in yesterday and fear is causing us to stay in what was, then we're not going to move in what God has for us today. So the Lord speaks to me a lot in, in dreams and visions and uh, obviously through the word, but I'm very much a dreamer. I will dream six nights of the week. One night of the week, I'll understand what the dream means. <laughs> Thank God for people like Adam Thompson. Amen. <laughs> um, but I had a dream that was very clear and didn't need interpretation. And the Lord spoke these words audibly all night long. For however long I slept, I heard this booming voice in my ear all night long. And when I woke up, my first thought was, that must be important. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but I heard this. I am increasing the spirit of wisdom and revelation upon my people and in the earth like never before. I am increasing the spirit of wisdom and revelation like never before. The revelation and wisdom that God is releasing right now is not only the blueprint strategy and, and revelation for your life, 
but it's also for what the realms that God has you and the jurisdiction that God has given you in different areas of your life. This is the era where God will call you into to partner with him into a divine strategy and begin to build with him. Then when you build in obedience, you will see such a significant um, level of favor and the light of God that will fall on your building because you have obeyed God. And the thing with the ways of God is what? Often they're not our ways. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. So if God is inviting us into this place of, hey, I want you to understand my ways. I want to teach you more about my wisdom. We need to be ready that that may look completely different to how we thought that we were going to build and where we were going to move. But God has a very significant strategic plan for your life to lead you into a place of your destiny so you can walk and run with him. This is the era where you will run. One of the the other moments God spoke to me in my dream, he kept repeating the word empowered, 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 empowered. And as I was in that waking state, I said, Lord, what are you saying? He said, in this new era, my people, I am empowering you to run like never before. And I'm empowering you to do what you never thought you could do and go where you never thought you could go. And what was that saying? That was saying that the limitations that may have been over your life, the fears, the ceilings, the lies, the things that may stop you from adventuring into the uncharted territory that God is releasing you into in this new era are being broken. Amen? There is a pioneering anointing on this new era that is unlike anything that that I've ever seen before. This is uncharted territory, a new era. You haven't been this way before. So God is going to break those those lids, those limitations, those ceilings, those things that have tried to stop you from running in all that God has for you. This is your time in this era to run. And I said to the Lord, God, keep speaking to me about empowerment. And he said, Lana, the empowerment of my spirit will meet the, sorry, the wind of my empowerment will meet the faith in your sails. The wind of my empowerment will meet the faith in your sails. In this new era, we are being called to a place of engaging with the Lord and engaging with the wisdom of God in new levels. It's not a place of, I've heard God say this, so I'm going to take a seat over here and I'm just going to sit and wait until it happens. And see, weariness and discouragement, hopelessness, grief, all of the things from the past uh, season, however many years, will cause that in the heart to say, you know what? I've lost my hope. How can I believe for tomorrow and today if I'm still waiting on yesterday? Well, I want to I prophesy to you this morning 
that this is a time of fulfillment. This is a time of fullness. This is a kairos time in the the body of Christ right now that God is not only going to fulfill, but he's going to heal. There is a healing that is happening in the hearts of his people where hope has been robbed and stolen to try and stop you from running in all that God has for you because, oh my gosh, I've still got this weight of the things that haven't been fulfilled yet. God is going to fulfill those things, but not only will he fulfill them, he will add increase to you for the trouble that you have walked, where the enemy has stolen from you, the thief has come. The Lord will demand that he pays back seven times, right? Amen. This is an era where you will run in strength. For the last, my goodness, five years, I would say, the Lord has had me in a story in uh, 2 Kings where Elijah heard the sound of rain. There was a year straight, everywhere I went, I'd say, Lord, what do you want to speak? That passage again, yes. That passage again, yes. That one, yes. Everywhere I went, it was the same story. And the Lord would have me prophesy, hey guys, you've heard the word of the Lord. Elijah heard the sound of rain. The cloud the size of a man's hand had not yet risen up out of the sea. Don't worry, the cloud's coming, right? That was my, my prophecy. Then the Lord said to me last year, now I want you to focus on the end of the story. And I said, oh, awesome when the rain came. He said, yes, when the rain came, but also what happened with Elijah? What happened when he ran? He lifted up his cloak and he what? Outran the chariot. There was a supernatural empowerment and acceleration that came upon Elijah to outrun the enemy and to outrun the things that have tried to stand against the word of God. And I want to prophesy over you this morning that that supernatural empowerment of the spirit of God is coming upon you in this new era to outrun the things that have tried to hold you back, to run into places where you never thought you would run, to do things with the Lord that you never thought you would do. And that empowerment of the spirit is going to be so strong over your life that as you're running, you'll be like, I have no idea what I'm doing, right? I have no idea what I'm doing, but I am being carried by the power of God and the empowerment of his spirit. And I feel a slipstream of his grace and his anointing like I've never felt before. And some of the greatest demonstrations of his power through you in this new era are going to be in those moments where you are placed in a position where you haven't been before. It may be a moment or it may be, it may be for a season, but it will be in a place where a new gifting will suddenly rise up out of your life that you didn't know that you had. It will be a moment where you're faced with a divine appointment and have to minister to someone and you have no idea what you're doing because you haven't been in that place before. In those moments, you will find your soul going, oh my gosh, but God is holding your hand saying, just trust me because this is a divine appointment to set you up for a new wave of my spirit that I want to flow through you. Amen? I keep seeing this morning that there are new realms and ministries and giftings that are going to be birthed in this new era. Suddenly, they're going to come up out of, out of inside of you and passions inside of you that you never thought that you, you never knew you had them. But can I tell you and encourage you that actually when they do come up, even though they're completely out of left field, they're going to totally be the Lord. Pay attention in this new era to the new desires, the the new passions that suddenly start bubbling. 
I, I'm just going to say, I keep seeing literally people going to bed at night and you wake up in the, ne- the next morning and you feel like a new person because you have received this, this impartation, this passion, this heart for something that you haven't had before. That is the Lord. And pay attention when that happens because that will be a new realm and a new pathway that God is wanting to lead you down in on this new era. And it requires you and I saying yes. One of the things I told the Lord, obviously, was I don't want to move to Adelaide. The other thing, when I got saved, I said, Lord, I'll do anything for you, anything. I'll go anywhere, Africa, America, anywhere. I'll do anything. Just please, please never put me in front of a camera. Never put me anywhere to do with media, television, recordings, nothing. I'm happy to do anything else, but I'm I'm not doing media. I was so afraid. A lot of what we do now is media. And yes, do I still get nervous at times? Absolutely. One of the things I did in the US recently, I was so afraid... I was so terrified. I was sitting backstage for this television program and I thought, God, you've got the wrong person. Like, I can't do this. This is crazy. And the Lord just said to me, trust me, I literally felt sick. I'm downing peppermint essential oils like crazy to try and settle my stomach, right? I'm fanning myself. People would come up and give me a hug and go, wow, you're warm. More fire, Lord. I'm like, no, no. I'm like, that's me terrified, right? My hands are shaking. And they call me up. So this was, uh, this was on Sid Roth, okay, just to give you a, an indication, right? So I'm literally shaking in my boots. And he says, come and sit up. And I sit down and we're, we're talking about what it's going to look like. And I talked to Adam Thompson, so I had a bit of an idea of how it was going to run. But I couldn't even get my words out properly, right? And they said, okay, so on, in three, we're going to go live. Okay, three, my heart's on the floor. Two, I'm like, I'm going to pass out. Someone call an ambulance. One. <laughs> Boom, we're live. He asks me a question. I open my mouth and let me tell you this. Every ounce of fear, every ounce of nervousness, my heart went straight to peace. And the greatest feeling of peace that I have ever had in ministering met me in that moment. And as I sat there, I went from being backstage doubting every single prophetic word I had heard to then sitting in front of Sid Roth, who I admired greatly, And having a confidence, not in look who I am, but a confidence in, no, I know this is the word of the Lord. I believe in my journey and I believe in what God has spoken in my life. And it changed in an instant. Did it change because I did all the right stuff? No, I just showed up and then he showed up. Amen. So I tell you that this morning because I believe there may be some of those moments for you in this new era. But please don't withdraw in those moments when the wisdom of God and the ways of God come to your life and he says, go in this direction or move in this way. Please don't shy back. Step forward, holding his hand, trusting in not your ability, in his ability. Say yes. And I prophesy over you that some of the greatest demonstrations of his power and move of the spirit of God through your life are going to be demonstrated in those moments. Amen.
See, God in this new era is wanting to build a people that are stronger in his word and his way, that are not shaken by the words of others, the ways of man, the wisdom of man, the the ways of the world, but are are completely grounded and founded in the word of God and in the rhema word that is being spoken into their life, that they will stand and say, I will obey this word because I know that I know that I know that this is God. So if we're in this season, this era, sorry, of unprecedented acceleration and building, which we are, I believe that it requires, one, knowing the ways of God, number two, being in that place of humility, but number three is that we have to be people of obedience. Now, I am not talking obedience in the sense of, oh, my gosh, I have to dot all my I's and cross all my T's and then God's going to be happy with me. I'm not talking about that. I am talking about when God gives a blueprint strategy, he reveals his ways and his wisdom. I believe because of the magnitude of what God is releasing in this new era, how huge it is going to be, I feel the weightiness of responsibility of stewardship in a way that I haven't before. And God keeps repeating through scriptures, like I've been reading so many scriptures in the last week where God has been giving specific details, like even with the temple, you know, he was giving details and this measurement and that measurement. But I believe that when I was sitting with God, I'm like, Lord, why are you highlighting this to me? He said, I'm going to release such specific details in this new era of how to build with me because of the magnitude that I'm going to release, but don't overlook the details. Don't cut corners. If I say, move in this way and do this and it seems unexpected, go with me. Don't fall back into the ways of man or the ways of the the, the natural mind of trying to understand. Hang on a sec, what's going on? How does this work? So one of the words God gave me was this. Lana, the modern day knowers are going to arise in this new era. Now, I am still journeying with the Lord on this word. There are many layers to this word. So I'm only going to release to you the top layer that God has given me, and it's this. In this new era, there will be a word from God that will come to you in different ways, and he will say, build. Build an ark. Um, It's no rain. Build an ark. Okay, everybody's looking around going, you're crazy. Why are you building an ark? God said. Now, let me tell you this. I'm not saying this to you in the sense of disaster, right? I'm talking about this word that often when the wisdom of God and the ways of God are demonstrated, sometimes it can look a bit crazy, And there will be some people that ultimately, because people are people, come and say, hey, is that really God? Did God really say for you to build an ark? Like, what are you building? Like, that, why are you leaving your job? Why are you building this? That, that wasn't what you were doing yesterday. Why are you doing that? I want to encourage you that in those moments to obey the voice of God because there is a shaking that is taking place right now that is going to increase in the body of Christ in this new era, and it's, and it's this. 
Will I obey the voice of God or will I obey the voice of man? God has to uproot the fear of man that is in the church in order for us to carry the the new move of the Spirit of God that he's wanting to release. Because if God gives me a word and I'm going to bow to the criticism of others or I'm going to bow to the doubt that is being fed into my life through voices that aren't in line with the word God gives me, if that's where my roots are, then I'm going to crumble when the opposition comes. I'm going to crumble when those that don't see what God is doing in my life or through my life speak these negative words or like mock me or have a go at me, then I'm going to crumble because I'm not founded in the word. Now, see, Noah was a what? A friend of God. The Bible says it. He was a friend of God. It is important to be a friend of God. In that place, we live fully grounded in nothing else but the fact that I am a friend of God. I'm friends with him. So if my reality is what he says and I live in him and I live in what he's saying, then when other people come to me and they start going blah, 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 whatever, then I'm not going to crumble because I'm founded and grounded in him and what he speaks. So Matthew 4.4 says what? Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that flows out of the mouth of God. So even here in Psalm 119, it said, defend me from the criticism I face for keeping your beautiful words. So as we are in this new era now, I want to give you this encouragement to put into your heart, to store in your heart as you go along in this new journey with the Lord. Don't allow the criticism of others to stop you from keeping the word of God. Don't allow the criticism of others to sway you from what God has spoken. Am I saying go out, be a lone ranger, run on your own? No, I'm not saying that. There is absolutely a place where we have to have community and accountability. If God's given you a word that's like so out of left field, you're like, whoa, like this is like seems crazy. Take it to your leadership. Check it with people that you trust. But when it comes to you know that you know this word is from God, God has said to build, you've tested that word. Don't allow the voice of other people to come to you and say, hey, don't do that because it's not God. Because in your obedience, you will see a mighty demonstration of God's power. I had an encounter with the Lord recently that shook me and half of it I've released for the United States because that was the context of the word. But um, after I released it, God took me into another encounter and said to me, Lana, this is also a word for the body of Christ. Now in this word, um, basically the Lord said uh, to the US or the body of Christ, he said, I've weighed you and I found you wanting. And it was basically this word where God said, I see pride in your heart and you need to repent. It's a pretty full on word. Now, how did I see this word? The wisdom of God was coming into the nation in new ways. And there were many in the body of Christ. It wasn't a word where God was saying everybody, right? It was many. The word of God was coming and they were going from sitting down to standing up. Now, the standing up wasn't, yes, I'm on board. It was a standing up against the wisdom of God. It was a rebellion. It was a religious spirit that said, that doesn't fit into my box. I'm not accepting that. And it was a standing up of, I'm 
I am intentionally standing against this because this isn't God. So I released, I I actually rang um, Patricia King and I said, hey, I have this word, (laughs) can you check it? Because words like that, I'm not going to release just on a whim, right? So I sent it to her. She said, that's the word of the Lord. I released it. I then go into another encounter and the Lord says this to me. Lana, there is a warning that I'm releasing over the church right now in this new era. Don't stand up against my wisdom. Don't stand up against my wisdom if it doesn't fit into how you think it should look. Boy, oh boy. Did that send me on a journey of sitting with the Lord and not in fear but in, in just reverent awe of him and my heart crying out, God, give me the eyes to see. You know, you think about it. You think of the life of Jesus, right? Here you have the Son of God on earth and you have the Pharisees They have the Son of God in front of them. God's in front of them and they don't recognise it. They kill him. And the Lord said to me recently, Lana, it is so important that you have eyes to see and ears to hear in this new era, that you are a friend of God with your ear upon my chest because I may show up right in front of your face in a way that you don't expect. And if you don't have eyes to see and ears to hear, you won't recognise it. And if you think of it as well, you know, the Pharisees, they, were, they knew it all. It was all about head knowledge. Like they knew everything. But I believe there's a transition that God is doing right now where God is bringing us out of our heads. Now, I'm not saying go and be silly and make goofy decisions, right? But I'm saying that there is a place where we have to have everything worked out. We've got to know how it all, all is going to look and then we'll step out. God is bringing us out of our head in the sense of um, the wisdom of man and he's bringing us higher into the place of understanding the wisdom of God. Because you and I, as we know, in Ephesians 2.6, we are seated in heavenly places. Amen? We are seated in heavenly places. So you think about this with me this morning. You here this morning have access By John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice, they know me and they follow me. That's a promise. That's not if you're doing great, then you'll hear me. Or if you've done all the right stuff yesterday, then you'll hear my voice. No, no, no. If you're a sheep, you'll hear my voice and you follow me, right? That's a promise of scripture. If anything else says to you, you can't hear God, I want to break that lie this morning in the name of Jesus, right? You have access this morning, today, to sitting down with the King of Kings, not the next door neighbour, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the one who created the heavens and the earth, the one who all wisdom is in him, the one who has all things, like all things are contained in him, the one who is wisdom, the one who has all of the answers, he is the answer. You have the access into that place of intimacy where you can say, God, give me the word that you're speaking over my nation. God, what is your answer for the nation? God, 
what is your answer for my family? God, what is your word for my marriage? God, what is your word for my children? God, what is your wisdom for this new era? And he has an answer. He has a revelation that he wants to give you. He has a strategy that he wants to give you. And you and I are invited into the place of connecting with him to see absolute transformation and reformation take place in the church and in the world. It just blows my mind. Like the Lord said to me a couple of weeks ago, Lana, I am going to absolutely shake up and wake up my church to the fact that they have access to me and who I am. Right? Isn't that incredible? Like I just, it, my spirit does backflips every time I think about it. I can have coffee with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Right? Anyway, I get very excited. <laughs> all right, so in all of this, I love to release word, a word from God, but I don't like to release a word and then go, ha-ha, have fun finding out how to deal with it, right? How to walk it out. I am so passionate about strategy. God gives a word, then I want to give you some keys on how to walk it out. So number one, I've said, ask God in this new era, God, how do I make myself ready? Number two, ask for understanding. Lord, give me the revelation of your ways. Number three, I want to share this with you. This new era is the moment of a second yes. I believe God is calling us in Romans 12, 1 and 2, where it says, offer yourselves as a living sacrifice. I believe that there is a fresh invitation from the Lord to really... Um, surrender ourselves again in this new era that says, God, I'm, I'm okay with your ways, however it looks. God, I position myself in James 1 verse 5. I ask for your wisdom and God, I give you permission to come and to teach me again. And I want to say this, Psalm 139 verses 23 and 24 is going to be key for this, this era. What does it say quickly? Psalm 139, 23 and 24. God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Find out everything that may be hidden in me. Put me to the test and sift through all my anxious cares. See if there's any path of pain I'm walking on and lead me back to your glorious everlasting ways, the path that brings me back to you. Can I encourage you in this new era, let this be a continual prayer. God, examine me, test me, show me if there's anything in, the, in my heart that needs correction and alignment so that I can be led back into your ways and, and led in the paths of righteousness. This is an era where we're going to become more familiar with the loving, hear my words, loving correction of God because the correction of God comes so that you can run in all that he has for you. Amen? So I want to pray for you quickly. But I want you to take this word this morning as maybe, can I say, a little bit of a GPS for this new era, a reminder of the direction that God, one of the directions God is leading us into. And my heart is that you've received some keys to be able to continue to steward this increase and acceleration that God is releasing. So Father, I thank you this morning for every person right now.
God, I thank you for what you are doing in their lives. Lord, I thank you for the plans and purposes that you have for them. God, we thank you for this season of acceleration. And Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, God, I declare that this is an era where your people are going back to school with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that you would release greater revelation of your ways to them. Lord, that there would be dreams and visions and encounters with you, Lord God, where they receive your wisdom. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would release your keys in this new era, Lord God, that you would release keys of revelation and strategy. I, I just release bold faith over people tonight in the name of, of this morning, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that you would strengthen them, that you would build them in courage, Lord God, that you would fill them with excitement and joy for what you're about to do in this new era, Lord, that it is an era of the unexpected, that you are going to lead them into their destiny and the fullness of the, uh, their plan, your plans for their life like never before. So God, I bless them this morning. I pray refreshment over them, Lord, and that they would live deeper with you in the secret place as a friend of God. Lord, may they know your ways and understand your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.